Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Herb Walk with Jessica Baker. I hope you're enjoying season two so far. We have a lot more to go. We're going to interview Rachel Carlevel of Ganjasana. I'm also going to have another episode about uh, just Chinese medicine in general, where I discuss Chinese herbal medicine and how to work from an energetic perspective with the five elements. Uh, we also have today's episode, which is going to be another short episode about the water element. We had the metal element previously, and now that we're moving into wintertime, I thought it would be nice to cover the water element to give you a little bit more idea about the associations of water with, um, with wintertime. And as we know, solstice is upon us. It is the longest night, those longer days, a lot more than I like those longer nights, just to be totally honest. So in Chinese medicine, solstice represents the ultimate yin. We have the most darkness, and so we have the most quality of yin. But they also talk about the winter solstice being the rising or the return of yang. That makes me really excited because the lightness is returning and um, I, I need the, a little bit more warmth than these Colorado winter times provide. I hope you have a great solstice. you warm and cozy and ready for the return of the sun and the return of the year, the new year for some people, this return of the sun also represents the start of a new year. So in Chinese medicine, the water element has a lot of associations just like the metal element did. And so the water element is associated with the organ system of the kidneys. And remember, we talked about organ systems not only having to do with the physical or anatomical organ. Um, it also has to do with an entire energetic system that may or may not be related to the physical kidney organ. So the cool thing about the kidneys in Chinese medicine is that they house what we call our jing. And I believe we spoke a little bit about Jing before when we were talking about prenatal and postnatal essence. So it's in our kidneys that this essence is stored. And the essence also creates what becomes our bone marrow and then our bones. So the water element is also really associated with the bones and the, the marrow. And in Chinese medicine, marrow is also associated with the brain. And interestingly enough, the uterus. So the uterus is thought to be made up of the same material or the same, <clears throat> excuse me, the same building blocks or the same marrow that the brain is. So very interesting for sure. We spoke about the season being winter, and so that means that the weather is cold, at least in our hemisphere and most places <clears throat> in the Western Hemisphere. The weather tends to get colder in wintertime. The color is black or dark blue. So you see those old Japanese prints and even 
even the newer Japanese art, shows the ocean being a really dark blue or black color. And so, so those of us who, you know, are more familiar with something like the Pacific or the Atlantic or the Caribbean, we really wouldn't consider that ocean water being dark blue or black. But that is the, the color that's associated with the water element in Chinese medicine. And so that means that like black or dark blue fruits and vegetables are going to be really good for the kidneys. So we could say, um, and legumes like black beans. And we say drinking the black bean juice is going to be really good uh, urinary tonic. So we've got our black beans. We have our blackberries. Blueberries, the herbs that we know, excuse me, those berries like acai and blackberry and blueberry, where we talk about those anthocyanids. And I'm going to butcher all of my scientific names, so just go ahead and laugh at me now. <clears throat> and definitely feel free to make comments to be like, hey, this is actually how it's really said. But for the purpose of this, we're just going to say, the constituent that's in those fruits and that make that dark, dark blue is going to be our, our friend for the kidneys. And also the taste is salty. So the salty flavor is associated with, obviously with fish and other um, shellfish and crustaceans that come out of either freshwater or seawater. Um, wh whether they are freshwater fish or saltwater fish, we do still say that the principal flavor of those fish is salty. It's probably going to help us with our kidney yang. So if someone maybe is really like cold and deficient, they have low back and knee pain, maybe they have impotence or sper spermatorrhea something where they're just, they're losing jing or they're losing essence because they don't have enough yang energy to keep that inside the body. And again, for impotence, maybe they don't have enough yang energy to sustain an erection. And so we might think of uh, using gecko. You know, they also use the penis of a deer, which is also considered really young, tonifying, and also salty in flavor. So lots of salty things, <laughs> whether we're talking about a deer penis, a gecko, cuttlefish bone, saltwater or freshwater fish. Something else that's salty in Chinese medicine are our gemstones. So a lot of times we will use hematite as an elixir because hematite is black and it's salty so a great kidney tonic especially for those people who are having a lot of fear or fright from post-traumatic stress one thing we haven't talked about yet is the emotion associated with the water element and that emotion is fear and so in Chinese medicine, we have both fear and fright, and they both are associated with the kidneys. Fear are, you know, are maybe agoraphobia, 
maybe we have a little anxiety, maybe we're afraid to talk in front of a group of people. You know, maybe it's just that we're afraid of rejection. And so we just don't want to put ourselves out there. We might have a little bit of just these small everyday fears that may or may not affect our life in a huge manner. And then we have what's called fright. And fright is when our body is in a constant nervous system response due to prolonged or even one-time traumatic event. So these are the people who have severe anxieties, severe panic attacks. They get triggered easily. You know, maybe they had been raped or were in war or were kidnapped. You know, whatever traumatic events, maybe they just had a lifelong abusive relationship that has now caused them to be in a constant state of what we would call fright. Um, Some theories in Chinese medicine is that fright is also just a one-time super traumatic event, but I also think fright can be caused by prolonged exposure to traumatic events. The spirit that's associated with the water element is what we call zhir, Z-H-I, and zhir is housed in the kidneys. The strength of our kidney energy can directly affect the strength of our willpower or our conviction to live or our enthusiasm and follow through to live our personal truth. All of these things we say are associated with the zhir or internal power. And so in Chinese medicine, we'll talk about someone who has a, maybe they have a propensity to a lot of addictions. So we might think that their zhir or their willpower is lower than someone who might not be susceptible to have an addictive personality. It could also be someone who is suicidal and they just really don't have that strong conviction to live. It could be that person that you're like, oh my God, they have had the worst life of anyone I know, yet they still continue to have the strength and the conviction to carry on and still be the best person they can be, um, you know, for themselves and for humanity. So those people have very, very strong convictions, very strong will to live, very strong zhir. And the people who have less conviction to live maybe have suicidal thoughts or have committed suicide or attempted to, we would say maybe that they, their zhir or their willpower, their kidney energy wasn't as strong as someone with a stronger conviction to live, a stronger determination, stronger willpower. I'm not saying that one person is better than the other. These are just the nuances and the differences. It's just a reflection on how everyone has a different spirit. So just because someone has what we would consider a lack of willpower or conviction or a very strong willpower or conviction does not necessarily mean their anatomical organs of the kidneys are either in um, a state of ill health or a state of, of good health. So just remember that although we talk about 
the kidney as an organ system, we are not specifically talking about the kidney organ. And so just to wrap up a little bit about the water element, it is associated with the bones, the bone marrow, our kidney organ system. It's associated with the color black or dark blue, the taste of salty, the emotions of fear or fright, and our spirit or one of our shins, our spirit of zhur or willpower. I hope this little insight into the water element and Chinese medicine sparks your curiosity about our relationship to the cosmos in general and this connection to the natural cycles and all of the earth and the cosmic energy binds us together as one people, one earth, one love. I hope you all have a happy holidays. I'll talk to you after the new year. Thanks again for listening to The Herb Walk with Jessica Baker. Until next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Herb Walk with Jessica Baker. I always appreciate any comments or suggestions that you may have. Feel free to drop me a line in the comment section below or feel free to like or follow me. My Facebook page is Jessica Baker LAC and my Instagram account is Baker underscore Botanica. My website is www.bakerbotanica.com. Come on over to the website and, you know, check out the essential oils I have for sale. Check out my book, Plant Songs, Reflections on Herbal Medicine. And as always, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being a lover of plant medicine. Have a great day.